Welcome to the Becoming Her Raw and Real podcast. I'm Joyce. And I'm Mary. And we are two widows on a mission to shatter the stigma of the good Christian girl. No topic is off limits. Our hope is to help women solidify their identity and self-worth in Christ and become women who not just survive, but flourish and change their world. Welcome back, friends, to the Becoming Her podcast. Today, we are talking about hope. Hope is something that I think a lot of us might glance over or that word might seem a little empty or flowery, but today we really want to make that word real and we want to give you some some solutions on how to make that tangible and and actually be able to see hope in your life. With the rise of suicide and depression and anxiety, I know that now more than ever I think people are on antidepressants, anti-anxiety medications. It's because of the lack of hope. Right. And we want to ask that question to you today. Have you ever waited and waited and waited for something to happen only for it to be delayed. We hold on to it. We stand on it. We believe in it. And for a while we're good. And then we continue to wait and wait and wait. And we (laughs) still don't see (laughs) any kind of answer or any, any progress in what we're hoping for. And so today we're going to talk about how we walk that out. How do we continue to hope even when things feel hopeless? How can we overcome hopelessness for for good or at least for right now to get us to the next season, to be able to not allow the enemy to steal our joy and right. to truly appreciate every moment of our lives? I know for me, it's it's been... <laughs> quite a hopeless season (laughs) and I think a lot of us have reasons to be hopeless especially since COVID because so much has hit us from every possible direction right yeah I mean it's I've talked to a lot of people and a lot of people are just in a hard season and it's so easy to fall into a place of hopelessness but right we we can't overcome I think so I hope so Joyce is going to tell us how we can do that today Well, I know we talked about this a little yes. bit this morning and and just in reading over what we're going to talk about today it really encouraged me because I I personally have have gone through this year almost like a just a robot you know mm-hmm. losing my husband then and also losing an income you know the secondary right. losses and going through healing and feeling like everything in my whole life has changed. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the the idea, when you're married, I mean, you can relate to this, Joyce. Right. You have your future kind of tentatively planned out. At right. least, you know, your husband should be there, your children. Yeah. You know how things should play out. Even if you don't have all the details, you still expect... Right. A certain life when you're married, you know, especially if you're doing well, if you're working together and, you know, life happens. But what happens when things change? What happens when the things that were real, the things that were secure, the things that were sure in your life were taken away? I went through some serious depression and I could not get up. And I'm just now coming out of it. Right. I was just telling Joyce, this podcast has also been healing for (laughs) me because it gives me purpose to get up and to start and to to take the focus off of myself right and onto something that's gonna make me feel purpose and purposeful and fulfilled and to help others and well and then also just Mary and I just sharing 
our stories Mm -hmm. is brought healing. And so we hope it brings healing to you as we share raw and real as we're walking this out. But there's power in that. Right. Walking through whatever a similar season Mm -hmm. with someone that you're really authentic with. It brings healing. Because we have so many questions. Joyce and I have so many questions. We have a lot of questions. Right now. We don't have all the answers. (laughs) What's happening? Right. You know, what's going to happen in our finances now that we don't have our person? What's going to happen in our lives? What's going to happen as a single parent? parent what do we do where do we go what's the best decision to make because now I, I don't have anybody that has my back right it's all on me right and so it is very easy to fall into that hopelessness or or just this pit of despair or anxiety or feel the fear and just be swallowed yeah. up by it yeah and then um you know obviously I'm um it'll be four years in January so a little bit further along but still can struggle mm-hmm. with I think the length I mean it's obviously been a hard season four mm-hmm. years and obviously Ron's battle and standing on scripture and really believing that God spoke that to me and I would speak it and it didn't turn out the way I thought it would be you know obviously and then his actual death and then like you said all the secondary losses some Mm -hmm. I would was expecting and some were literally like gut punches right that took my breath away and then outside of grief and all that that brought Mm-hmm. was just hard blows with my health and, and stepping out in things I thought God said yes. only for them to fizzle, which is why we did the, the failure one, because right. we're learning it's not failure, it's data. And what can we learn from that? Right. But it was still hard yes. as you keep believing and just in long suffering, it can be so easy to slip into despair and losing hope. Mm-hmm. And that's where we've got to rise up and there's some tools we're going to give you and we're actually making this a two-part series so we need um, it we need it so we're living this out people yes we are (laughs) so So we're going to share what we are learning and just kind of understanding why we go through the things we do and tangible ways that we can actually move forward right and then I did want to share a scripture that really stood out to me Proverbs 13 12 it says when hope's dreams seem to drag on and on and on the delay can be depressing that's I think the new passion translation and then another translation hope deferred makes the heart sick but a desire fulfilled is a tree of life and so when you're in this hopeless state or it's deferred, you, it can, you can literally have physical effects on Gosh. your body. But the desire fulfilled mm-hmm. that there's life in your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and the longer we go without seeing our hope realized, the more likely we are to become discouraged. You look at your circumstances, nothing changes. Yeah. You wonder if God will ever show up. Yeah. What are we doing, God? What's up? So, yeah. Yes. And Proverbs 13 shows us two different ways of living, which is crazy. It's like we come to this fork in the road, right? Mm -hmm. We come to the fork in the road where we either are going to choose to live in wisdom and truth. We're going to choose the right road. Right. Or we're going to choose to to believe the lies and go down this this negative path. Right. If we read Proverbs 13... Um, two to four it says wise words will win you a good meal but treacherous people have an appetite for violence those who control their tongue will have a long life opening your mouth can ruin everything that's Mm. the new living translation Mm. it's very intense yeah but the funny thing is is that god tells us there's power of life and death in our tongue yeah so we shouldn't be surprised when we speak good things when we choose to believe the the truth I always tell my kids, if you say good things, good things happen. Mm-hmm. You reap what you sow. Yes. Yep. If we say bad things or mm-hmm. we do bad things, bad things happen. I, that's that's what I tell them. That's how right. we learn right. about the decisions between 
saying good things and saying bad things, doing good things and doing mm-hmm. bad things. So in this case, we we, we can make that choice right. early on. Even right. though we might not feel it, yeah. we can choose to stand on the truth or we can mm-hmm. choose to get just swallowed up by the lies. Right. So the question is, where is your hope planted? Is your hope planted in biblical hope or hope in God that's not relying on your circumstances but on God's word? Or is it a false hope? Are you hoping in money? And are you resting in that that pursuit or striving for power and prestige and, and more things? Because yeah. I know that one of my negative go-tos is shopping. Mm-hmm. Whenever I feel sad or upset right I scroll through Amazon sure or I think about things that I that would make me happy in that just a temporary fix it's like I need it I need that temporary right and and that's with anything yeah you know food alcohol drugs shopping sex whatever just because we want that void filled right and and it's instant but Mm -hmm. we know it doesn't last yeah only God can fill those spaces but we're human and and we just we can need go to, to things that. and recognize mm-hmm. right before it becomes destructive. Yes, and just to put out there, this is a journey, even for me and Joyce. This yes. is <laughs> not a perfect walk. No, and I think we've talked about that so much. Yes. But this hope journey, this hope walk. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is something that I know Joyce feels really passionately about because it's not just a word; it's an action. Right. Choosing to practice hope, choosing to walk through hope, is not easy, and we can fail and fall throughout that journey right but right. what Joyce is continuing to remind us is we just got to get back up and yeah. keep choosing truth over the lie keep and standing yeah. on the truth and and I think I said this in the last podcast to become women who stare at God and glance at our circumstances oh, so and ourselves good. yes and so what happens when these long suffering we stare at our circumstances and we just become more hopeless and think that and in despair and think this is never going to change. And that comes out of our mouth and we find ourselves in a pit. Right. So it's like, where are you staring? Where are you looking today? Right. And looking up at God and focusing on him will change your perspective. Mm-hmm. will change everything. And I know it's easier said than of done. Of course. You know, and yeah. the, the funny thing is, is Joyce and I also talk about triggers. You know, how do we know that there are things in our heart that we haven't healed? Because we right. talked about healing a lot in our podcast. Right. right. So when things come out of our mouth and that's, an, it surprises us sometimes. Yeah. And I think in that moment, we can choose to stop and, and think, where is this coming from? Right. Well, we know from the word, it says whatever is in your heart, mm-hmm. you know, the, the words that come out of your mouth are the overflow of your heart. Right. It's going right. to come out of your mouth what's in your heart. So what I, what I have decided and, and I've chosen to do through this whole healing process is to get to the root of everything is to stop and recognize my triggers because there's things that come out of my mouth that I don't like, you know, whether it's how I talk to my kids or, or how I respond to a stranger or just, you know, how, if I I could be rude to somebody and then just realize I'm going through something and and figure out what the root of that, what am I going through? Why am I doing that? So getting to the root healing of, of what's in your heart. And so how do we get our hope back? Mm. And, how do we hold on to that hope even when everything around us seems to be saying something different, right. seems to be falling apart right. or, or whatever. It doesn't even have to be that dramatic when things just aren't going our way. Yeah. How do we continue to hope in Jesus? How do we hold on to our faith? And so the first, the first lesson is um, really learning to hope. I know Joyce talked about this book where there's learned optimism and there's learned helplessness. Yeah. So we learn habits 
whether it's for optimism or helplessness based on the decisions that we make, based on how we choose to think. Learned helplessness seems to be at the core of defeat and failure. Mm -hmm. So when you see this constant, you know, people that are, are constantly struggling or in this depressed, helpless state, what is at the core of that? The core of that is, is defeat. The core of that is failure, you know, and, and how do we overcome that? Right. How do we overcome that? Well, and then knowing that there's learned helplessness means there is learned optimism that again, they're at the level foundational level, the power of choice and the Holy spirit, if you're a believer helps Mm -hmm. and enables us to lift up out of that and it's not easy but it's a process and and that he promises to never leave us or forsake us and to give us everything that we need um but but again what are you looking at yeah you staring at god and glancing at your circumstances or vice versa get real with what is going on validate what's happening so when we talk about learning to be optimistic, which I love that. If you can yeah. learn to be helpless, yes. you can learn to be optimistic. <laughs> yes. yes. When, when we talk about learning how to be optimistic, it's not about just kind of ignoring what you're going through. We want to validate what's happening and, and get real with what's going on in our lives. But we have to make the choice to move forward. So how do we do that? How do we make the positive choices to turn that helplessness into optimism? Well, we go towards the sources of hope that we know um, because there's always something to be hopeful for. We just need to know how to take that from it being just a pretty word or concept and, you know, something that we read into something that we can actually walk out. So the first right. thing is is having that relationship with God, spending time in his word, doing these practical steps, asking the Holy Spirit for a fresh and filling because, because we, we leak. leak. <laughs> Are you leaky today? (laughs) You can be, you too can be filled afresh. I feel like a leaky balloon, you know, but that's a beautiful thing. I mean, we are leaking and then he can fill us up, but hopefully we ask that feeling before we go out in the world and then we leak on other people, the Holy spirit. That's right. Oh my gosh. That's kind of funny choice. I I I can't say that and not laugh. So I think I started snorting when I laughed because of you. <laughs> now I do it. Okay. We're okay, people. Everything's okay. fine. <laughs> yeah, <that's> good. <laughs> Welcome to our recording, <laughs> podcast recording days. Okay. So the next thing that we need to do is have a relationship with others and being able to, to connect with people that can also help encourage us and remind us of truth when we cannot on our own. Right. Taking a walk outside, taking yes. steps to connect with nature, to connect with God and, and his creation. And we know that this is something that is scientifically proven yes. that it just helps. So I shouldn't have to explain that. Right. Just go do it. Yes. And <laughs> celebrating tiny steps. You know, yeah. it's hard. It's not easy to overcome hopelessness, no matter yeah. What people may think, you know, that they, they can just kind of brush things under the rug and they just seem to bounce back. But it's it's not that's not how it works. And right. eventually things are going to leak out. Yes. Eventually things are going to come out. So do those tiny steps. Reach out to your people. Connect with the people in your life that you know are going to to deliver that truth and, and encourage you and keep you accountable. Surround yourself with those types of people rather than people that are going to drain you. Right. 
Another right. thing that I'm learning a lot in this season is taking care of myself. Yes. Self-care. You have to. Mm-hmm. You have to. And some people think, oh, that's selfish. You're thinking of yourself. No. You got to put your oxygen mask on first. first. And if you're not healthy, mamas, if you're wearing out and you're, you're, ju- you're not taking care of yourself, you won't last. You'll yes. burn out. That's right. And it's so important to take, and whatever that self-care looks like, mm-hmm. There are some basic things that we all need to do to mm-hmm. take care of the temple that God's given us, but um, we need to take care of ourselves. Yes. I was talking selfish. to Ann Billow last night, and we were both talking about how hard parenting is. Some days we just have the oh. capacity. Some days, some days we don't, and <laughs> right. some days we just have to put ourselves in timeout. <laughs> yeah, I did that and a we lot. we cannot come out of timeout <laughs> yeah, right. until we have thought about <laughs> what we did. It works for kids, yes. so it works for us too. Yes. You know, and one thing when you talked about celebrate the tiny steps, mm-hmm. I think... I think that's so important to stop and go, especially in a hard season, what has gone right? Yes. Find what's gone right because something has gone right. You're right. breathing. You're still yep. here. Yep. So it's it's really important. I was listening to T.D. Jakes and he was talking about when you're moving through things, you never take time to celebrate what has happened. You're mm-hmm. just on to the next thing. Right. Or on solving the next, putting out the next fire. Right. All of that. And I'm guilty of that. Like mm-hmm. do something and move on. But I haven't mm-hmm. stopped to celebrate and to really thank God for what has happened. Joyce, we put together a podcast from nothing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We didn't even know. We did not know the first what we thing. were doing. And some of you are listening still. Yeah. <laughs> and we did it. We, we need did to it. celebrate yes. these yes. little yes. victories. This is our 15th podcast. Wow. And the That's things awesome. we've overcome mm-hmm. together. Together. So yep. it's been great. Yep. So see, and there's got there are things that we just don't realize yeah. that we can celebrate and yeah. I think we just need to stop and really take those into account yeah stop and smell the roses stop and smell the roses yeah and then um the third area is just having activities of hope meaning like get a hope journal and the psalm the book of psalms was the original hope journal and so early in my grief when I was driving to work I would literally turn on version app and let, let the it read to you. let it be read to me. Yeah, and so, so I was listening for 45 minutes, the book of Psalms and it's a book of hope wow. and an honesty. Like mm-hmm. God put it in there. He's okay. David mm-hmm. started like, where are you God? Yeah. He started out. And by the end he was like, you are good and mm-hmm. you are faithful. It's so all and that real. is good. Research shows that writing hope down changes us. You don't have to do chapters of hope, like just a short little writing down does mm-hmm. something. What lifts your spirits? What things do you enjoy? Especially during hard seasons, try to find a something that you enjoy. And I understand sometimes seasons are hard and you're just trying to get through the day. Mm-hmm. But do you like to cook? Do you like to do art? My, my thing was hiking, especially the first couple years. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. so healing for me to go to Colorado and hike. Mm-hmm. Um, do things more of what your soul, set your soul on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, worship as a weapon. Mm-hmm. I still use that I continually because I'm live by myself so I it's too quiet so Mm -hmm. I continually have worship on because it changes the atmosphere and Mm -hmm. it changes my heart as well and find someone who's overcome what you're struggling with and talk with them yes that's been huge for me Mm -hmm. um and then yeah Joyce, okay, you've got to share with the people what you brought in your bag today, even though oh. they can't see it. Well, actually, I'm going to do that in the next one. Oh, yes, yeah. Okay. So we have Stay a part two power part two. of perspective that we're going to share that on. Um, so, but I'm going to share that, so it's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
little practical things. I wish Sorry. we had a live video you I could know. see. I we know. We'll, we'll eventually We're working do on that. that. But so. <laughs> Let's celebrate this first. <laughs> I want to share as we close out um, Psalm 41 through 3. And it is, um, it says, I waited and waited and waited some more patiently sometimes knowing God would come through for me deep down, knowing, knowing that he would come through. Then at last he bent down and he listened to my cry. He stooped down to lift me out of danger from the desolate pit I was in out of the muddy mess I had fallen into. Now he's lifted me up to a firm, secure place and steadied me while I walk along his ascending path. A new song for a new day rises up in me. Every time I think about how he breaks through for me, ecstatic praise pours out of my mouth until everyone hears how God has set me free. Many will see his miracles and they'll stand in awe of God and fall in love with him. Wow. So that is the hope. That is, that is a psalm. Yeah. So he talks about, I've been in this pit and maybe you're in this pit today and Mm -hmm. you're thinking, I don't think I can get out. Mm -hmm. We understand there have been days, recent days, um, where you feel that, but don't let your feelings dictate the direction of your life. Mm -hmm. Validate them, feel them, but go to the word of God and let him lift you out of that place of despair. Mm -hmm. And he will, I promise we say that with so much passion because we have been in those places where I felt like, I think I'm done. I think I'm done. I need you to rescue me right now. And he does. And that is what is so emotional about this whole thing. Yes. And so we want to continue this. And next week, we hope you'll join us. And we're going to look at the power of perspective Mm -hmm. and just give you some practical tools just to help us move from hopelessness to hope. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope this has helped you. We hope that this has lifted you. And we hope that hope is rising up in you. Have a great day, guys. See you next week.